we are all being programmed from the second that we are born. So from outside influences, from our parents, from our environment, from our teachings in school, from now nowadays, it's it's obviously social media or media in general. Uh, as I mentioned, me, uh, information is abundant and available 24 seven, 365. So just understand that we are being programmed and we have been programmed from a very early point in our life when we were very, very young. Are you looking for true personal freedom? The freedom to design the life you truly desire? Then you're absolutely in the right place. True personal freedom comes from when you take 100% responsibility and control of your money and your mind. Here, you're going to learn ideas, tips, and wisdom that's going to help you bridge the gap from where you are now to your dream life in the future. My name is Randy Wilson, and welcome to the Rich Mind Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Rich Mind Podcast. Today, I have a topic that is close in terms of this is something that I've experienced for myself that I think will be super valuable to you if you can grasp the concept that I want to describe today in terms of success and achieving uh, better results in all aspects of your life. Uh, as you know, on the channel or on the podcast here, I am an advocate for personal freedom. So what does that mean? So it's the idea of having financial freedom along with time freedom, building the relationships that you want, building the family that you want, building the experiences that you want. To me, that is what I think of when I use the term personal freedom. And that is what I want for you. And that is what I'm trying to provide ideas experiences, some stories, uh, some things that hopefully will help you navigate a little bit better through your experience in life uh, if we're on uh, similar paths, right? We're all living this human experience. We're all dealing with it from our own place of being. But if I can help express some things in different ways that can help you uh, navigate a little bit better, that's obviously what I'm here to do. So today I want to talk about a topic that I have been taught that has really helped me break through a lot of, of my limiting beliefs, a lot of the challenges that I've had. You can have and know all of the techniques that I can share with you that you can learn out there on the internet. Information is abundant. There's plenty of information. There's plenty of people sharing that information, including myself. That's what we're here to do. But if you don't understand the key concepts uh, of your subconscious mind and how you are either keeping yourself from or basically repelling opportunities coming to you, then you'll never achieve the level of success that you're looking for. So today I want to talk about a, subcon a subconscious pattern. Basically, it's a self-sabotage pattern. It's something that I've experienced and I still experience this, uh, I wouldn't say on a daily basis, but definitely uh, more consistently than I'd like. It's, it's something that I have become aware of and it's something that I've been learning how to control. And that control is something that I try to work on every day. If you've ever heard me say that the personal development, when you make the decision to dive deep into who you are, who you are becoming, 
and really taking full 100% responsibility for the thoughts in your own mind and the ideas that are coming to you, it'll be the hardest work you've ever done. But what I will tell you is that as you get to discover more about yourself, why you are thinking the things that you think, why you are feeling the way you feel, you will then begin to understand some of the actions, some of the reactions uh, that you're, you're doing on a daily basis. And those actions and reactions are what are creating your outside world, which is super exciting because you know that once you discover this and you can control, work to control, I wouldn't probably ever say eliminate, but work to control these feelings and emotions, you're going to be able to then uh, dictate what happens in your outside world. So then once you get control of that, that is when the tactics and principles of investing and financial education and then all of the pieces come together and you will gain exponential growth if you focus on the inside first. So today I want to talk about, you know, I'll, I'll give you examples of my self-sabotage pattern and see if you, if any of it resonates with you. I would encourage you to think through uh, once you get off the podcast here today and just really sit with yourself and think. Uh, I know a lot of times there's a lot of noise out there, but just turn some things off. Get into a room wherever you can be. Don't make it weird. Just try to be silent and just think through some of the past things that you've had, uh, some experiences that you've had, and see if you can't uh, trace back where some of these self-limiting beliefs and programming has come from. So the term that I was taught, and this is comes from my mentor, David Nagel, he talks about having a core wound. And he describes the core wound as the feeling of either being not worthy or not lovable. And each person can have a strong feeling of either, or they can also have a little bit of a blend of both. And it's basically going back into your childhood and trying to think through some of the things, experiences that you've had, uh, people that you've been engaged with, whether it's uh, family members, it can be people maybe through your school experience. It can be people, coworkers. It can be anybody, really. It can be uh, life traumatic events. This is where everybody is going to be a little bit different, but this is where you need to dig deep inside of yourself and really think about some of these things. So these core wounds, I would say that personally, mine is not worthy. I've always had the feeling that I'm not worthy of love. I'm not worthy of money or abundance. I've always felt the feeling of lack growing up, that there was never enough, that I couldn't ever get more than I deserved, that I had to work hard uh, in order to gain anybody's acceptance or, or financial advantage, anything like that. So that is where. I just wanted to share with you as an example of what mine was, is I have been brought up to believe in lack, that there isn't enough, that I was not worthy. And my worthiness came from my father. So I, growing up, always wanted to please my father. I would do anything, meaning I would act, say, do anything that I thought would make that man proud of me. And I never seemed to get there. And so the harder that I worked as I got older, it felt like the, the worse I, everything got um, to the point where 
I had to finally live and realize that this pattern was happening uh, before I could start to work to control it and then to correct it. So that's an example. So here's what I have started to do. And hopefully this will be the piece that can help you if you recognize a pattern in your life. Realize that we are all being programmed from the second that we are born. So from outside influences, from our parents, from our environment, from our teachings in school, from now nowadays, it's, it's obviously social media or media in general. Uh, as I mentioned, me, uh, information is abundant and available 24 seven, 365. So just understand that we are being programmed and we have been programmed from a very early point in our life when we were very, very young. So what I have done is I've realized and I've started to recognize the pattern for myself. And my pattern would be, I would get triggered by an outside event. Most of the time it would be by, by something that somebody would either say or do. So I have a pretty high expectation of others. And I won't get into detail of exactly what that exactly means, but just I, it's hard to explain. And that's why I'm not sure if, if I can even put it into words, but what would happen is that worthiness issue would come up. I wouldn't feel like I was worthy to be in a room with certain individuals or be in a conversation or have the ability to make investments or, or contribute in any way. So somebody would say something that would trigger the idea that I was not worthy, that I was not capable. Now, whether they meant it to be that way or whether or not I just perceived it that way, that's the point is that you don't necessarily know because I would, from my learning and then having conversations is that most of the time what's being said and the perception that I am reading isn't 100% accurate. So what happens is that would trigger me into an emotional state that would send me down a rabbit trail of all kinds of negative feelings, negative thoughts, doubts, worries, fears that stemmed from way back in my past, way back in my childhood that I had not necessarily dealt with here in my adult life. So once one thing stacked, this is, this is just the way I can visually kind of see it in my mind. So this is how I verbalize it as well, is that usually once one item and it really depend on how severe the the wound would be. So how severe I perceive that that action by the other person, then I would start noticing other things, which would then continue to stack. So what you're aware of or what your subconscious mind becomes aware of, you're going to begin to see. So it's very similar to the idea of that, you know, you can think of a, a make of a car, right? Uh, a color of a car or something like that. And until you become aware of it in your mind that of, of that brand or of that make, you don't see them. So your subconscious mind blocks those things out. But as you become aware of them, you can see them everywhere. Uh, my son has a, tr a, a truck that is relatively unique. And I never saw the trucks on the road ever until he bought one. And now I see them everywhere. That's the example that I'm trying to give with your stacking with my stacking is that that awareness of that pain point of that core wound would then start making me more aware of more stacking, more core wounds. And it would just stack and stack and stack and stack. Now, this is before I was able to get control of this. And we'll talk about that here in just a second, but it would stack 
and stacked to the point where I would literally start to become depressed. I would act out. I would be angry. I would be mean to my wife, uh, potentially even to my kids. I used to think that the my issues then outside of me, the, the people, places, and experiences that I was having was the was the result was that that was the issue that the problem that I was having was outside of me when in reality it all started from inside of me I didn't know that no one had ever shared that with me in the past hence the reason why I'm trying to share that with you today so what I have done to combat that stacking is that I've started to number one recognize when the trigger happens so what will happen is that I will begin to feel physically different, whether or not it's like my temperature rises or you can kind of feel your heart start to race. That's those are kind of the, those are the symptoms that I usually feel and you might be different. And so I would encourage you to try to determine what that is. But as I've then felt those experiences, whether it be a, a temperature rise or heart race or palm sweat, something like that happens physically to me. I then realize that that's a trigger. And so that awareness of, of catching it, like as it happens, allows me then to question it. Is it true? Is it not true? Where is this coming from? Why do I feel this way? It just brings up a, a bunch of questions that then allows me then to take control over that emotion versus it taking control of me. Now, I will say that even taking control when you get that first stack or second stack doesn't mean that you're going to have complete control through the entire process. What's happened for me is that the sooner I get control of it, the shorter the window of negative feeling, of feeling bad happens. It's getting shorter all the time. It used to last months of feeling bad, not wanting to do things physically. Uh, just being in a bad attitude, really, even though I, I might not necessarily have shown it all the time. I just didn't necessarily feel good. Headaches, stress. I would not take proper action. Um, even like doing this recording today, uh, if I was in that that mode, I would not be ready or able to hit record and and be talking to you today. So as I've gotten better at that, I have been able to shorten the time frame from the first from the moment of catching the first trigger to then realizing the truth, that the truth is that the issue is inside of me. And those past experiences are not true to the point where I have control over them. Now, you might have traumatic trauma in your life, and I'm not trying to uh, discount that at all. I'm not saying that at all. If you've had a traumatic experience, I, I understand that that is something that you might have difficulty overcoming. But what I will say is that that being the past and that now being the present, you have an opportunity to make a different decision moving forward to affect your future. Learning from the past and not living in the past has been crucial for me. So hopefully that's been valuable for you today. Uh, if you have any questions about this subject, when I discovered this and really did the work as far as thinking through how this has affected me, this core wound, and then affected how I've thought about the triggers that happened. That's when I really started to see my own experiences in life. Uh, you can ask my wife, you can probably even ask my children that as good as I probably was to them before, 
I would say that I'm probably exponentially better today since the beginning of learning about my core wound and how to affect the triggers and the stacking is what I call it of those triggers to shorten that time frame from when you realize that the, the trigger has happened and to realizing the truth that you have the opportunity in the present to affect those thoughts and those ideas and those beliefs and make different actions, take different actions, and then begin to feel better, almost like a healing, an internal healing that will make you feel better, which then will make you be and act and do better, which then will change your total outside reality, which is super exciting. So once again, I hope you found that valuable. Message me if you have questions, concerns, leave me a comment and reach out to me. Maybe you, you've experienced something similar to this. Uh, I'm always trying to learn different ways to get myself better. I'm always trying to improve and I want to help as much as I want to try to even help myself uh, try to even get better with the things that I'm uh, working on from my personal development standpoint. So I hope you have a fantastic day. I look forward to connecting with you very soon. And until the next time, until the next episode, we'll talk to you very soon. Thank you now. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on the Rich Mind Podcast. I hope you found a ton of value in this episode. If so, I'd really appreciate a five-star review. And you can also share it with your family and friends. And as my mentor Jim Roden shared with me, in order to have more, you must first become more. And in order to become more, you must work harder on yourself than you do on your job. So go out there today and work harder on yourself and become more and build the life of your dreams. Until next time, my friends. Bye.